So, here I am. It is now 20 minutes after 12 on the California side, and I'm just sitting up. And I have been thinking lately here about uh, violence. And in particular, uh, racial violence. You know, violence usually come about, <laughs> except for in arena, sporting arenas, um, where it seemed to be agreed upon, agreed upon, uh, even one even celebrated. But other violence, you know, usually come different forms, different ways, but it's always due to a disagreement. Uh, even if that disagreement is a uh, robbery, they want what you got, we disagree, but they're gonna take it anyway. They've... But more than anything, I was thinking about the uh, violence and the racial violence and any kind of violence, and whether it's subtle or not, it's still an act of violence. And I'm trying to explain it. Okay. The other day I was saying something to myself like, uh, you take a racist person and you, t you start at one point of a circle and you take a non-racist point person and start at the other circle, the other inside of the circle, 180 degrees, if going clockwise on each of these circles, the degree of racism in one lesson and the degree in the other one increase, but we can't dictate the rate, but it still increase. More than 50% of that spear is racist at some time or another, subtle or not. Uh, now the violence that come out of racism subtle or not it's still violence let's take uh for instance first time i walked up to the va in salem and i <coughs> excuse me just smoked that joint that blunt first one for the day <laughs> midnight <laughs> no no first one the whole day well it was a half i was finishing off but anyway let me get to the story i um Walk up to the VA and I, um, Salem, Oregon. First appointment, it was June of this year, 2022. And I um, walk along this glass because VA's just got fucking glass in them, you know, most of them anyway. Uh, the newer ones got nothing but glass panels. So I'm walking past this glass, 30 feet to the door, hook inside there turn around through the vestibule, walk to the uh, kiosk, kiosk not working. So they got three people at the counter plus a security guard on the far right side, like in a so-called room by itself, but it's an open room. And uh, I stand there. I stand there in the middle of the three and waiting to be called. And it seemed like they didn't see me there. Now I'm 6'4", thin as hell, but I'm still 6'4", brick broad shoulders, big gray head, and uh, nothing. 
didn't even acknowledge me or anything, didn't even look at me. So I used my voice and I said, I need to check in. You know, I did need to check in. I mean, I really needed to check in. I mean, shit, to get to the back, I need to check in. I didn't say all that, I said I need to check in, you know, and it was quick. Name, last four, okay. Not even have a seat, nigga. But we get used to that racist. And I hate to say we get used to because it it's actually kind of fucked up to say you get used to that kind of violence. But then you got to look at what's accepted. That's fucking accepted violence in this country. So when I sat down waiting to be called in the back for the um, vitals and I go back there and um, honestly I try to be honest fuck lying fuck putting on fuck the airs or being cordial uh, where you're being nice and shit no matter what because when you ignore that bullshit and you still remain nice, what's the mental, what, what really is your mental state when you keep accepting this shit and, and just pass it off like, oh, it's everyday shit. And it is everyday shit and it is everyday shit that shouldn't be tolerated. So, which my prime care asked, How's your day? I said uh, it was fine until I came to the VA here and told her about it. Now, uh, we've got to step back a minute. Was that an act of violence with that subtle bullshit they did? And, 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 now understand me you think I'm just saying okay well yeah he crying racism here's what happened when I sit down <laughs> every living motherfucker who came through that door after me was a long lost fucking friend they got the greeting as soon as they stepped in the fucking door chatted all the way to the damn front that's totally no kiosk not work have a good day. How's the wife and babies? And these motherfuckers so old, you know. And many of them, you know, a little taken aback because of this approach they got now. But the thing wasn't really for them. It was actually through for me. Let me know your black ass ain't appreciated here. And so, you know, usually with that kind of subtle bullshit. And I'm not talking about that which came after their act of ignoring me, that violent act of ignoring me, because it is violence. It is a fucking portion of violence. It, and it has a potential of growing. Because all I've got to do is say the wrong fucking thing, what they think, and it has the potential of growing into some more violence, you know, escalating into an argument between us. And then the police, the VA police got to step in. And maybe it even go further. Depends on the violence that come out of this small, subtle 
violent act that we are expected to accept and not say anything about. Hardly even mention it. Hardly even notice it. Just let it happen and let, let's roll on. This is an act of people who think they are entitled to treat you a certain way. So, and it, it, it's an act of violence. Uh, so I go in the back now. Uh, how's your day? Fine till I walk to the VA, da da da, what happened? What do you mean? Not what happened. What do you mean? So I say, now, I'm not even gonna tell about the first meeting with this doctor, because that was the first meeting with this little bitty racist motherfucker. <coughs> Excuse me. But what uh I went in there actually and I stopped in Oregon because I had been hugging a coast and I stopped in Oregon because I needed to take a couple of years off the road. Make sure my health and shit was ever organized, getting my exercise and everything, walk routines back down, uh, get my body in a little better health before I make this leap across the waters or somewhere around the fucking world because I can't see myself staying here much longer. So, uh, but that was in June I decided to do this. I was turning 66 and say, well, damn, do this now. You know, if you're good, for the next two years. Shit, you're probably good for the next 10, 20 years. And I felt good, I do feel good enough. Oh, I was until <clears throat> I went to the VA in Salem, Oregon. But uh, I'm sitting there, I'm talking to this prime care and I'm telling her, you know, that this happened. So there was no more mention of this, I just made the comment, and you know, that was it. I, I, and I don't think she was writing anything, or t she more or less typing and turning towards me. And more, what I know to me, she was turning towards me, sitting in this chair. She had on a fucking shawl skirt. It could not keep her hands away from a fucking skirt. So I had to actually avoid looking at her hands because they kept dropping to a fucking little shawl skirt that she pulling at. And I'm like, what the fuck? But the thing is, I'm trying to get through this damn thing. Uh, I'm not comfortable because of the way she's not dressed, but acting. I mean, all she had to do was turn toward the fucking computer and stop swinging the whole fucking body. And was she being suggestive? I have no fucking idea. All I went there was for a doctor's appointment. I don't worry about bullshit like that. Especially my fucking doctor. No, I've had many women doctors. As a matter of fact, most of my doctors are women. Hmm, interesting. I've never hit on one. Never got out of my way with one. Excellent. So, um, none of them. So the thing is when, uh, She's sitting there doing this maneuvering with her chair and I'm one trying to speak about, you know, needing to have my back and my neck and my, you know, my disabilities. 
really, because that's the only reason I ever got into the VA for my disabilities, keep them handles, keep, I mean, anything wrong, they need to know first. But, uh, you know, I mentioned all of this, you know, I don't even know how long the fucking uh, thing lasted, because I was glad to get out of there for one, because of the skirt thing. Uh, and totally, that was it. I mean, now, I didn't think anything of it after I left that home. <laughs> I'm just waiting for shit to start rolling, like, you know, my different appointment for my different uh, things. It took blood work and everything else, so, of course, I know they're going to be calling and sending some shit out about that. But my, uh, main concern after that appointment was I, I don't even know if I got the call that day or the next day uh, for with a referral for a psychologist actually the fucking psychologist called me said I've been referred to and that's fucking odd in itself you know because usually it don't work like that they usually call you from the psychologist department. Oh my God, did these fucking women set me up in the beginning? Rosie and Fox. So, you know, I, 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 I'm trying to put things together in this whole scenario. Because see, what really fucking pissed me off today of all this shit and it got me and there's another reason I'm up at night and it wasn't today it was yesterday it was the fucking VA police and you know this shit's fucking on my mind and it's fucking with me and it's on my mind forever and the VA police and this is some of this accepted shit and it, he, they've got a letter from a congressional member okay yeah they sent out two letters good something fucking happening to investigate this thing. I'm like, okay. He wanna talk about OSSU. Okay, what about it? Well, you know, I'm talking about it and he keep on stopping me, asking me to go back and I'm like, look, they're thinking this is more than OSU. Apparently, somebody fucked up because they did not read it. And I told them, or I tried to explain. God damn, I, I'm I'm not gonna put none of that out right now. I really can't because I've got this. I don't know which way I'm gonna go with this legally. I swear I don't. So anyway, I um, talking to the VA police. They called me. He called me, and I know the I knew where the call was coming from. The first time I let it pass, I called when they. I didn't expect them to call back. But they did call back a couple of minutes later when I was ready and I recorded it. But the thing is, what he's telling me, he can't do anything and he was gonna send me to OHSU. I said, been there, done that. Hadn't heard from that, did that two months ago. I said, but this is more than OHSU. And I tried to explain it and I did get to explain it. He stopped me, of course, you know, the nice words, word, that he did not want me to have to keep repeating this over. So, uh, 
again, he was trying to send me to OHSU. I said, look, I'm not doing that. You know, I've done that already. Y'all keep sending me back to the damn place where it happened. And I'm talking about the VA as well. And I said, no one's want to listen to about what happened, what my doctor did, what happened at the emergency room. So now you hear about the emergency room. And I also tell them about the okay on my arm that I done told my doctors about. And they simply laughed at it. I'm talking about a racial attack now. But uh, uh, he want to talk about OHSU, and I'm like, whoa, you know, that's it, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure what's going on. Y'all keep on sending me in circles. Now, I'm telling you, VA employees took it upon themselves to help cover up a crime, commit another crime and cover it up, and you're telling me you're only concerned about OHSU? When I set that congressman and, you know, boom, so, this is part of that violent pattern. Their laws, their laws make it so easy to wash away or dismiss with uh, not much concern. Okay, just like we witnessed here before the holidays, all these fucking different parades that these little kids were going at, and, uh, these stuffed animal or characters of these fucking parades who walking around in these mascot type things. Even at Disney World, dissing these little black kids. Is that not fucking violence against our kids, which they would never fucking stand against their kids? If a motherfucking Donald Duck don't come to that white kid, fucking world won't know. But when they show that over and over and over, different incidents with black kids, the world did not care. That is accepted violence. Is that subtle? Ah, that damn near outright obvious. But they say, no, you can't see because of the fuck. You see every fucking everything else but that black kid. And they've always got reasons to excuse and accept this sort of violence because it's, they, it's, they don't see it as violence. It's just a way of life. So, <clears throat> now, when my doctor referred me to a shrink, a psychologist, and this shrink called me and I tell her why She's calling me. Is that violence? Of course not, you would say. But it is. It is organized violence against the fucking truth. I told the fucking truth. They did not see that as the truth. They didn't want to see that as the fucking truth. It is it's true, but... Why am I complaining about it? What's the fucking deal? So, when um, things like that happen, that's just accepted fucking violence. That really is just accepted violence. And, you, you know, the whole, that's a pattern in this country. 
we don't see racism as violence until somebody get hanged, until somebody come into a church and shoot it up. Um, go to a grocery store, shoot it up, and then they have a hard time taking that shit as violence. That monger might have uh, all kind of shit wrote on his rifle and fucking parachutes or whatever. And, 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 and it takes them forever to determine. Now, that's the violence they want to point at. But the violence they should look at, which get to that stage, is these subtle fucking acts that are accepted. <coughs> That's like in the neighborhoods. Certain amount of gang violence accepted. By the neighbors? No. By the fucking powers to be the law. They come in there and control it the way they want to control it. They allow what happens to happen. Now, I'm not saying See, that's a little deep too, because you know, I, I, I can't say anything against gangs because gangs are doing no more than what the fuck America say. Make that money, get paid. That's the only way you're gonna buy this shit. Nine, what is it, nineteen ninety nine, nine ninety nine, nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. 99% gold, 99% silver, 99.9, platinum. Come on. It's all about what perpetuates this violence. Uh, I don't want to say gangs do it, but gangs doing it, making their money the way they can. They did not go overseas or anything and drop these drugs in the neighborhood. And I ain't talking about no fucking fentanyl. They come from no fucking laboratories that, in, in Pennsylvania, one of these fucking places. I'm talking about this shit, uh-uh, cocaine, heroin, weed, you know, they've got fentanyl coming, and opioids coming from over the fucking counter. Now, yeah, of course, the gang's gonna capitalize on a fucking addict, and they know America got a whole bunch of addicts, so when they dry, try to go strict with the opioids, which I don't think they was able to do, because I know a lot of motherfuckers get prescriptions and sell them right away. Make $900 off a fucking prescription. But, is, is, is that some type of violence? No. No, it's just violent the way they got to go through it. And it could turn violent for them trying to sell the shit. <coughs> but, I'm more particular right now about the gang. I mean, not the uh, gang, but the uh, accepted violence in this country and racial and what's accepted in these black, brown, red, or what have you, poor, poor. Let's just say fucking poor. I mean, there's a lot of whites in there too, but they want to take, take on us. <laughs> Like we done took something from them motherfucker when we would work for free. Your people ain't say fuck. So don't fuck with me now. And you know, the thing is, um, okay, this, I was talking to this old guy, Steve. He live out in the fucking desert. He there every damn, he's there all the time. I see him, he walked up on me. That's the one who walked up on me. 
and I didn't have a recorder and I didn't have a chance to record him talking. But he, we talking about different things. He was talking about his wife, you know, who was an Asian, and he felt comfortable coming to me and saying, hey, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da, because I've seen him there before. He knew he talked to me before. Try to once again guide me way to the back. No, I'm not going way to the back in them fucking uh, crystal rocks and end up having a change of tire or two. So uh, I'm good up front anyway. We talking and uh, I gave him a little hint of what went on, you know, and not know nothing really about what happened because I don't want not him to know. I don't give people detail. I just say they fucked over me, you know, da da da. And yeah, he said they fucked up his wife, but he said, well, you know, I think the best thing to do is just go on about it. I'm like, shit, that's on you then. I don't think, because I don't, I just can't accept the fact that somebody gonna fuck over me like this. Uh, and, you know, uh, and just walk away from it. No, I know that's, that's not right. I mean, I'm not sure, you know, I, I just don't do that. Because, you know, he's he's also we got to the point in one in the little in the conversation about the fact that he think everybody, you know, should be treated right. Da, 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 da. And no man get held up, you know, and everybody have the same opportunities, you know. And if a man don't make it, I was like, you know, you can stop right there. Cause that's bullshit. There are so many impediments in people way to what we call making it. You had no problem. You got a good fucking job. Good retirement plan, talking about the fucking boat you sailed around this year. But how many people didn't get that opportunity? I mean, you look at, you gotta look at when I mean, this fucker 80 years old. He was first stepping off into the fucking workforce in the 20s. You know? So, 20s and 30s they had exclusive rights to every motherfucking thing did they not we was bored from every fucking thing and he's willing to stand up there and say every man has the same opportunity I mean and that's easy for them to say today where there is this solution but that's that subtle racism and it's violent in every way because they jump in their cars and they go off and they live. And then they drop the fucking bomb on you of their thoughts on how things are in this country. And, 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 and their whole superior act is that you're supposed to accept what the fuck they say. And, and when you don't and when you start telling them about it, they've got to go. They really got to go. You know, I mean, then, you know, you know, well, you know, I just know that, you know, yeah, sometime that does happen, da, da, da. Sometime? That was wholesale. That was countrywide. That was a fucking national policy back in the day. So, yeah, if we look at the one or two who making it, but look at the majority of the people. Is that not violence? Of course it is. Because you put them in a violent situation by restricting where they got to live and by not policing it, by not cleaning it. That is fucking violence in every sense. And we accept it. Accepted violence in this country 
is an everyday thing. It's so accepted we don't even fucking notice it. It's practice. Practice fucking openly sometimes. I was at the post office in uh, Crescent City, California. Uh, and it's on the weekend. And it's one of those Budanka Haven, you know, where everybody will do their shopping coming out of the fucking woods. I just hung the coat, so whatever. <coughs> and, uh, shit, I face so much racism, but I want to point to this one in particular uh, because it involves a group of people. I, uh, Car got broken into. I was on a beach and some dudes broke into the car. I know who did it. I could explain that later. But, you know, because fucking police didn't want to take a police report because I didn't have happen to have a fucking receipt that the shit they stole was over five hundred dollars or whatever. Even though my glass itself was broken and worth five hundred dollars. But uh I had to order another generator. And the generator came in. You know, one of these little solar generators that you could plug up into the car and charge that way, plug up in our home, or have on the solar panel. And I did a lot of the solar panel because it was, uh, it got uh, uh, sunny sometime, but not mostly, you know, in Crescent City, there was a lot of cloud. But I, uh, Go to the post office. Amazon is, you know, said uh, they didn't deliver it, so I didn't drive all the way from fucking God knows where, because I used to move around still. And yeah, <clears throat> uh, standing that long line, and mostly the older people, you know, who come in there to pick up their mail, come out, you know, or whatever, pick up their mail on the set and whatever. So I'm uh get to the counter and I uh ex uh, about uh the generator telling my name and uh uh he go in the back mess around it's not in <laughs> like Amazon called me and you know said yesterday it was dropped off yesterday. He said well it's not back there I'm like excuse me getting attitude you say, look, it's not back there. You got to come back Monday. I'm like, whoa. So, um, giving me that kind of bullshit attitude, I turned around and looked at all of these people, all older white people. Most of them looking right at me like, get on, nigga. And not a couple of them turned and looked away like shame. But none of them said anything. Now, this man was allowed to keep my shit for some fucking personal reason. I couldn't jump the counter because I would have been called violent. And said, fuck, I know it's back there. I'm going to search for my shit. Even though it's back there, I can't get it because I got to go through this violence right here. And who determined the escalation of this violence, me or him? <laughs> of course not me. I didn't start it. I went in there to get a service, a government service. Oh, that's right. The post office is not government now. But 
I'm winning that to get a fucking thing that I know back there. Amazon will not say it's back there, will not say it's delivered until it's delivered and dropped off. But anyway, uh, nobody said anything. I went to the car and I didn't come back for another fucking week and get the damn thing, you know, because I was just that pissed off. Um, and when I came back, was another guy there, you know, and I'm like, okay. And he was happy as rain. This one was totally different, you know. You, but, but that's the same thing on that dot, you know, you on that circle where these two racist and non-racist people moving. Now, we know the one is extremely racist. He, he don't move too far. He way on the... He weighed in the rate. He starts in the rate. The other side is he not racist or not. We don't know. I got to say he's not, but we do not know the rest of him. Because I've had some very, very nice people who dropped some shit on you in the instant. Wouldn't do shit in front of other people like some would. But along with drop some shit on you, like, what the fuck? Some don't mind. That's extreme right there. That other witness. They test the other people. They test the water to see how far they can go. And when nobody says nothing, they know. They hit a home run. And even though the ones who go up there next behind me who do not agree with what he done, they won't say anything. They hurry up and try to get to him. Hopefully, they don't even get over there. They go, ooh, I don't want to bother with him. Fuck no. That was real nasty. I don't agree with that, but they say shit. Because to mention something like that would be to, first of all, admit that there was something happened. And we all know something happened. But was it violence that happened or was it... <laughs> Just a little everyday misfortune. So, I think um, when we each and every day look at this little subtle bullshit and say, <laughs> that's okay. People get killed every day. Um, another thing before I go, you know, I want to mention the fact that I had uh, heard on NPR the other day about racial violence has actually gone down or the reporting of it. And again, me and my recorder, and I'm not going to, I'm just talking now. Because uh, I really don't know. I know I got a certain amount of time before I put in tort form. Uh, but when I talk and call after I couldn't report this crime to anybody, any of these crimes to anybody, I even called the FBI. Now, this is the FBI they're talking about on NPR saying that race, reporting racial crime is uh, uh, down. And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Because when I tried to call them 
and report a racial fucking crime, they made me feel like I was the fucking criminal. And yes, I do have all that on tape, and I, I, I want. I'm trying to actually get a, a, a live channel, and I don't want to get it on this platform. I seen some shit in Outlook, or that I, uh, not Outlook, uh, YouTube, that I had uh, that where they help you send you to different platforms to get a live channel, but that's what I want to do. And because I want this, well, once I drop this, uh, I want it, <laughs> I've got so many fucking hours, man. I, I've got, I, if, damn, if I ain't got a week's work, I could run every damn week on a live channel. And I plan on doing it along with the videos I've also recorded of a lot of this shit I've uh, faced, uh, as far as scenic-wise. You know, uh, walking and shit. But I've, uh, and that shit is crazy though. I mean, and we talk about the mental state in this country, and the mental state is fucked up. And that's one of the reasons so much violence keep happening because it's accepted. Look at these mass shootings. Look, I have no problem with guns. Matter of fact, I think every man should have a fucking gun. I think that every man and woman. So they have a gun. I think gun training should start with person when they're young, where you know how to respect the fucking gun. Uh, no man should have more guns than another man, like you're building a fucking private army. Um, guns aren't toys. They are tools and should be used as fucking tools. Now, as far as all this other bullshit, like the violence and fucking games and shit, I, I just don't know where this, where, I have no opinion on that. I don't do the fucking games. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. When I lived with my grandson, I was playing this fucking cowboy game. It was a pretty violent fucking game. It was just so real. <laughs> and I got into that for a minute, but I just couldn't get into controlling the fucking thing right. You know, riding a horse, pulling guns, and all this other bullshit. But it was pretty fucking cool. And uh, it was violence. Oh, violence all the same. But we know that was pretty much pretend violence. Now, some people in this country, with their mental state and their racial hate, you know, start violence like this in rooms like that, right? I don't know. <laughs> That's what they say. And they just sued the fucking gaming industry over and over and over for this bullshit. But <coughs> I'm not uh, gonna give an opinion about something I really don't fucking use. Uh, oh, don't bother me. I mean, I can't point and say anybody come to me and done anything because of a fucking game, you know? Nobody came to me with a pretend fucking uh, gun him that you're dead you know uh, but the thing is the racial violence that we accept in this country is uh, crazy it's, it's, it is accepted it is unwritten policy and I mean with that said that's subtleness subtleness of racism is in every fucking fabric of this country 
every fucking fiber of everyday life. Because this shit happens all day, every day, some fucking where. It does. Especially in the United States here. It does. Now, I'm not talking about no fucking ignorance. Uh-uh. What? You having an argument with a fucking uh, a clerk over the price. But if you're having a fight over that clerk o- over a price and you tell that clerk, nigga, you don't know nothing. Or that clerk tell that other person, nigga, you or spit, you don't know nothing. No. Mexican, you know, you know what I mean. Then that's that is racist. I mean, it's still a confrontation. It's that it is still a disagreement. But when they put that racial thing in it, then you are aware of what it was. So I think uh, when we uh, accept this kind of shit, even from the littlest thing in the grocery store. From the, even when you, they ignore you in the even when you walk up to a counter in the grocery store and everybody had been getting, hello, how you doing? Morning, hello, how you doing? And you get up there and you get a look or uh, what do you need? Is that not violence? It is. But we say, uh, they didn't, they didn't do nothing. Just didn't feel like speaking, but it spoke to everybody else. You know, and you do, do the employee tell them, look, speak to everybody or none. No, it's already your job to speak to everybody, greet everybody, but that's okay. When I get that kind of nasty shit, I don't go back to them. That's even if I'm gonna get that shit, even if you get that thing, you know? Because usually I went in that store because I need something. And usually when I get that kind of subtleness right there, that's, I only take it once off that store, of that person. If I get it after the second or third, fourth time, after meeting a, 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 a somebody who actually genuinely don't mind working with people, I usually go back. It, 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 and, and if I see that other person keep going, you know, because I'm sure a lot of these business don't know these people doing this. And some of them maybe do because of their habits. They maybe practice the same habits in front of them. Ooh, you gotta watch them niggas when they come in. You gotta watch the Mexicans when they come in. Fucking mask now. That's why they don't want you wearing masks, man. They want to see your fucking face. They want to tell you about fucking immunities. Yeah. Even if your ass uh-uh, need to get sick to pull up that immunity and then you have to go to fucking hospital because the case is real fucking bad, we know what's going to happen in the fucking hospital if your ass black or Mexican. You're not going to get on a ventilator even after your people invent fucking better ventilators that could actually help more people. You still don't get a normal ventilator. You don't get some of the first shots, even though you 
one of these critical workers. They got to be out there every fucking day because of this here country. You got to keep the fucking country rolling. So you one of these critical workers, essential workers, who has to be out there. But your black ass, brown ass, red ass, don't get them shots in the ass until your last. So a lot of these essential workers, black, who've got uh, underlining condition, high blood pressure, diabetes, fluid around the heart, big legs, varicose veins, you know, uh, 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 a gut the size of a Goodyear tie or blimp. You know, you got to be careful, really. And then you're, when you get sick, <laughs> you got to know why you're getting sick because of that virus, plus your underlying condition that you haven't been treating. You've been treating with medicine that they say is going to treat it and not cure it. The cure is in what you eat. You can't, you could take a pill and eat anything and keep your cholesterol, high blood pressure, and everything else down, control it. Or you can eat vegetables and keep it down naturally. Don't worry about taking the medicine. Don't worry about fucking up your liver or kidney. Be trying to keep your pressure down. Or your diabetes in check. Because once you're on diabetes medicine, your ass is it. That's it. You ain't coming back from that too much. But uh, these are the subtle things we accept. This racial violence comes in every way. Uh, the kids are uh, in store. You know, when I when I went to when I went to a, 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 a tire shop because I got a slow leak. I get a patch and this dude put, now you got the gauges in your car that read when the air is low. Don't tell you when that shit too high. This motherfucker put 48 pounds of pressure in the tire that he know fucking well. Only got 36. And let me ride out there like that. And if I wasn't the type of person to keep eye on shit on the car after I let people handle it, and, and, but what kind of shit was that? Was that not racial violence? That wasn't even subtle. That was fucking pretty aggressive there. But that was fucking life-threatening, dangerous. Uh, no, I never went back to them, not even for fucking air. Pass them up all the time. Or how about when I went to uh, uh, this hall place up in... Ohio for uh, 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 <clears throat> for recall on the catalytic converters and I go there and now the thing about having on a Babylon get the oil changed whenever it was time you know kept that on a regular basis so never had an oil leak but after I go to the place where the catalytic converter hall and next thing you know, I noticed a leak. I mean, we was in Michael's driveway, and she she didn't notice it. I noticed. I pulled. She pulled the car out, and then I see a leak, and I look underneath there, and the fucking oil filter loose, and it's leaking oil. Now, 
Why? But my oil felt to be loose. Never leaked oil before, never came loose. They took a chance, an opportunity, once they had their hands on my car, to slowly deteriorate it by loosening my oil filter. That pressure itself gonna send oil leaking out. Might even fuck the engine up if it come out fast enough. But they did that, they did that shit. So I tightened it back up, never had another problem. So it's subtle shit like that that costs you fucking money, it costs your life. But it's accepted, it's, it's fucking normal. And to do it eh, somewhat normal, to some extreme, they say, oh, no, no, no. But pretty much it's fucking accepted in this country. And you got to prove that it's, it reached the point of unacceptability. That's the thing about racial violence in this country. They don't call it racial violence until someone get hurt. Oh, dead. Now, we didn't see the motherfucking uh, uh, people over the counter and they grab little black clerks and everything else by the scuff of the neck. And when these clerks fight back, they get fired. Really? Then they get hired back. Then they slowly don't hear about them again. So, you know, the thing about violence racial violence and, and, and it's the same all over violence and and um, you know violence is bad violence is people having a disagreement the war in russia isn't that violent that's a disagreement i guess uh, it, it's all about whether somebody agree or not nobody fucking fight when they agree again unless you uh in the sports arena uh one of the gladiators of the day. But the thing is, nobody, my point is, nobody 